What's your biggest news? I, I know what it is. <laughs> oh, we're starting. Twenty-eight clubs. We're starting right now. With your hosts Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. That is Gunnar Kane over there to my. Oh, I pointed the wrong way. I did. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Swingdom. My name is Ben. I have not played golf in a bit because of Corona lockdown. Um, I got my Twitch going again. I know nobody really cares, but I've got to get that going. Um, so I, I brag about my handicap, but it's there's no point in being like, I'm a 10 handicap. I'm almost a single-digit handicap. How wonderful is that? What's your handicap on the game? On oh, Twitch? Oh, bad. Is it bad? It's bad. I don't think I've kept score, but like, we we play like from the like we play like between sixty seven and seventy two hundred yards, mm -hmm. and there's no like because we don't putt because putting is so hard with the sky track, right? Like it's like if you're inside of ten feet, you one mm -hmm. putt sometimes. If you're inside of twenty feet, you two putt sometimes. Mm. So, so it's not it's not good. No, my best. I mean, my best. I, I have it in the sixties on the game. Mm -hmm. I would probably say my my handicap in real life has gone up. My handicap in the game has gone down. I'm probably at like a 10 to 12 handicap in the game. Okay. But you just have to come see. You have to come check it out. Yeah, let me it's what 20 minute ride? Yeah. Come come hang out in my golf simulator. <laughs> as soon as lockdown's over. I'm here with my best golfing buddy Gunner, rocking the Titleist hat. His this is so bizarre you invited me to your house, which includes a passport. <laughs> I need a passport to get to your house. You're so American. I'm so American. I have like four passports. I know you're well-traveled. No, I only have two passports, but um, the thing is, That's is like, me. once you get, once you get over here, it's just, it's just easier to go places. It's true. Like America, it's very hard to get anywhere. Well, I think you have to consider, like, from me to St. Andrews uh -huh. is the same as, like, from, like, is the same as, like, you to Asheville. <laughs> oh, that is so incredible. Right? All right, I'll like, from go. From D.C. to Asheville, like, I was trying to, I'm like, I'm like, I don't, what, is there anything important three hours north of New York City? More New York. I, right? I'm like, because like, Boston, Boston's like seven hours. So to get from to get from where I grew up to Boston, Massachusetts, you would get to where from where I am now in the very south of England uh -huh. to the very north of England in a short amount of time. If you want to drive from like St. Ives, like Land's End to like the, it's like a 12 hour drive. Wow. How long does it take you to drive to Disney World? St. Ives and Land's End are both, uh, oh, did you say Cornwall? Yeah, they're both in Cornwall. No, but they're both companies here in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, yes, they are. If you'd like some clothes or some face wash, go to Cornwall. <laughs> uh, so, but, but golf's back, so we can actually talk about golf. Remember like a year ago, we call each other up and be like, why is there no, why am I calling you? There's no golf to talk about. <laughs> A year ago was such a different time, but yeah. thank God it happened. Yes. Yeah. Because we're here. We're here. We're doing this. We wouldn't so, be here today without a year ago. Thank so. you for listening, citizens of the Swingdom. This it's, week on the Swingdom, 
This is season two, episode episode twenty two. Is it twenty two yeah. episodes into season two? Wow, we so, do a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're like I think we're, this is, I think this is technically episode six sixty nine or seventy. We might be syndicated. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've done so this much. This is the two thousand and twenty one. <laughs> uh, well, I guess this is gonna be it's gonna be the waste management open. Yes. But we're going to be talking about news. We're going to be talking about the Waste Management Open. We're going to be talking about picks. We're yeah. going to be talking about the Dubai International. Yeah. Playing in, no, not Dubai, uh, Saudi Arabia International. Saudi Arabia. Saudi International. We're not calling Mug Dad, are we? Because yeah. I'm very upset with how his picks turned out. Like one, two, three. Like, don't come on my show. <laughs> <laughs> And make those picks and make us look so bad. Yeah. I was thinking about changing his his nickname because he did so well. <laughs> no. To Pimento? No, no, no. That's too much credit. Pimento? No Pimento. Have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah. Yeah, like Pimento, like uh, like Rose's crazy ex-boyfriends. Mm-hmm. But it's also like Pimento cheese sandwiches. Right, which is which is why we can't go that far. No, it's a double on. It's it's not a double on. It's just got double meaning. But he kind of. I think he was saying he. I was no, t- hilarious today. I was like, you look like Pimento. You've got the beard. You've got hair. Like, like you look like Pimento. And he was like, he's like, who's that? He's like, you know who you look like? And I was like, who? He's like, you look like Rose's boyfriend from Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> I, like, I was like. We're talking about the same person, and the we don't look. Well, it's like we don't look that much alike. We both just happen to have stupid beards right now. <laughs> to be fair, his beard is magnificent. Mine is just a show of laziness. It is. This but is it's, lockdown it protest. Lockdown protest. Yeah. All right, let's get to the news. <laughs> my apologies for that rambling on about Brooklyn Nine Nine. Probably my favorite television show. Please, Lord, let's talk about news. <laughs> okay, so we've got news this week. Yes. And normally I would wait to do like we talk about like last week's uh, tournament, talk about our picks, and then talk about the news from that week. But um, I think I think it's just it just happens to be the biggest. It was the biggest news this week. It was so big that the RNA and the PGA tried to swamp it with some distance control techniques yes but in reality the biggest thing is 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 patrick reed and rory mcelroy both take drops even though televised we can see the ball bounces and neither of them get penalties so patrick reed was on saturday Mm -hmm. and and rory's was on friday oh was it friday friday it was before oh i thought it was after it could have been after i I think it was before he was like he was on 18 on on Sunday, and I thought it was Sunday. Oh, maybe it was Sunday. And um, everybody hates Patrick Reed. Yes. Yes. No, it's true. Yes, I don't walk look, that back. Everybody hates Patrick Reed. No, I'm saying now. I'm saying now. One, I think one less person hates him. I think I'm going to start liking him. Why? Because I I think he was wrong. I mean, but, no, he, but nobody it, told him that, and and nobody gave him the stroke penalty afterwards. First of all, that 
Marshall needs to be fired. <laughs> the Marshall <laughs> or the or the the rules official. The Marshall, who's not watching, and says, "I didn't see it bounce." Well, they're just volunteers. Strip them of their volunteership. Okay. <laughs> Good job. They are now stripped of their volunteership. Okay, you've won. Now what? All right. Now, Patrick Reed is a cheater. Okay. And I'm not saying, hold on, hold on. Patrick Reed is historically a cheater. And Patrick Reed says who? Is, uh, says. Did you uh, say Peter Costas? Peter Costas won. Okay, fine. He did say that. <laughs> uh, most of uh, college athletics while he was playing in college and got kicked off a team for cheating. Yeah, and then and then the next year won the collegiate two, NCAA Division II. Two. Yes. He won two of them. At Augusta National. He's a cheater. He's just historically a cheater. Okay, it doesn't matter. He, he's been caught cheating. He's a cheater. And he you know what this is? Takes gripe you, with everybody you know who doesn't is. like this. You know he, what this is. What is it? This is our PGA Tour drop rule. Yes, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I'm, I'm all in favor if of the PGA listened, Tour. If, if you've let listened me explain. to our show before. Yeah, okay, let me explain the PGA explain Tour drop. Nice. And this is it. This is it. This is exactly what it is. So... I play by uh, now. I have a legitimate handicap, okay, and I definitely no, he doesn't. I really don't. <laughs> I have a legitimate handicap. All right, so I do play in tournament rounds. You play okay. in USGA sanctioned events, even though they're by yourself on your own course. Yes, they are technically. If you play around, I don't. Well, actually, no. If you play around by yourself, does it still count? Uh, no, I play with witnesses. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was, that changed about three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah. So it used to be that you had to play with another. Uh, you can play by yourself. You, it, well, you but if you, scores. Mm-hmm, but if you played in an event, like if you if you played in a sanctioned thing, the your witness had to be, um, signed up. And have yeah. their own number so that you could type their number in to prove as a witness. Yes, they needed to have a uh, like a genuine handicap index number. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, right. Okay, so when I play by myself or just for fun, right? Mm-hmm. You and I have played several times where I've done this, the PGA Tour drop rule, which I've coined. Yeah. Uh, uh, those scores. I've, to be fair, in terms of handicapping, I've witnessed him coin this. Yes, in terms of hand, I I coined this term because I totally believe it. And for instance, the, those rounds that I've done that in do not get entered but into you my. You still handicap. haven't explained what it is. So, well, because because it's going to make me sound like a cheater as soon as I as soon as I preface. I don't uh, unless think so. I, preface I, think, I think you're going to find a lot of understanding. Well, I should find a lot of understanding. So the PGA Tour drop. Thank you for reminding me that I am explaining it. You were going somewhere. (laughs) Okay, so the PGA Tour drop is I hit a ball. I know where it went, but I can't find it. So It's not out of bounds in the water. Definitely not not out of bounds. 
Like, you know, it's like in the rough and I can't with, find it. Yeah. You know, within, you know, that if you were standing in a specific point within five feet, you should be able to find your ball a hundred percent. Or if there's leaves on the ground, it doesn't matter, yeah. whatever, you know, it's not gone. You just cannot find it. You take a drop. You agree on a position with your playing partner. And it's usually, it's usually like you can find it, but uh -huh. it's going to take you 10 minutes of kicking mm -hmm. the leaves around or digging into some soft ground because it's an embedded ball. Correct. So the PGA Tour, they have the they have volunteers and volunteers and officials and crowds. Cameras. Cameras. I don't have that. So what I do is I take a PGA Tour drop. Yeah. I drop the ball where we agree that it should have been. Yeah. And I play from there, no stroke penalty, because I don't have the luxury of the PGA Tour. And it's not really fair that I don't get to play as well as I can no, because no, no. Yeah. I don't have I don't have witnesses. I mean, it's it's not like we're taking a stroke off of each hole because we don't have green reading books. Correct. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry. I, I, I didn't realize that the slope all went this way because I've got a hundred little arrows on a half of a, an A1 piece of paper. That's my other gripe. That, like, I don't know. That's, that's everybody's gripe. It's all like, professionals get cheats. They get, get cheats. Caddies. Like, right. imagine if you had a course caddy at Somerset. Oh my God. It would be so easy. It'd be fun. It would be, be so, fun. it would be so fun. So that's the PGA tour drop. This is what Patrick Reed did. He yes. knows it didn't go out. He, he, but although in fairness, he can find his ball. So it's not exactly the same. Well, it was still flagged. It was flagged. Right. Now, if he couldn't find it and he took a drop, that's technically the PGA tour drop, Yeah. but that's super illegal yeah. on the PGA tour. Yeah. So super illegal. It's super illegal. You don't so, just no, so that's what Patrick Reed did. Patrick Reed hit his ball out of a bunker. It hit the ground. It bounced. For sure bounced. He, what? For sure bounced. For, well, no. And the same thing happened with Rory's ball. We'll get into that in a second. Um, but it for sure bounced on camera. Mm -hmm. And no, like he claims that nobody saw it bounce in his group, which is fine. Because if it's an uphill, like if you're going uphill to the green mm -hmm. and it bounces to the side of the green in the deep rough, like you're not going to see it. Right. What he does is he gets up there and he asks around if anybody saw it bounce. Mm -hmm. And everybody said either no or I don't think so. Right. And then when he goes down to investigate, he determines that the ball is plugged. Now, it either bounced and landed back in its own divot mm -hmm. or <laughs> before he picked the ball up, he pushed it into the ground Mm -hmm. to make a divot. So do you give do you give him the benefit of the doubt? I guess is the most important question here. Does he get the benefit of the doubt because he because he deserves it or does he not get the benefit of the doubt because he's a villain? No, I think so I think I have a certain I have a certain question i've got a quandary sure did i use that word right yes okay um um so there's a popular term in sports uh-huh which is if you're not cheating you're not winning i thought it was you're not cheating you're not trying yeah if you're not i've also heard like if you're not cheating you're not winning um in other sports, you see a lot of people trying to, like, they change their strategy, like, relentlessly 
mm-hmm. in order to figure out a way to get the advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, He's not outside of the rules for what he did. Okay. That's, that was my question, which is like, he got there. Everybody agreed with him. Like I, like in the PG, when we play the PGA rules, Mm -hmm. like if you're like, Oh, like I think I'm right here. And I'm like, no, 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 I heard you hit some trees. And you're like, no, no, no. I was here. I just Mm -hmm. can't find it now under these leaves that happen to not be out of bounds, but are like in the woods. Mm -hmm. Like, the difference between like a lost ball under some leaves in the woods and the difference between like lost ball, like under some leaves, like in the first cut or second right. cut, like that's sort of how I see this. Like when you, when you lose a ball out of bounds in the trees, like you've got to call that on yourself. A hundred percent. Like I, I don't know that I can actually say like, okay, well like he pushed the ball I know that he's he's constantly accused of like trying to give himself better lies and like adjusting the area around his golf ball so that he like has a better angle of attack and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, like if the what? PGA really wanted to, like they'd be like, you can't touch the ground until you hit the ball. Right. Like you can't ground that your club cannot touch a blade of grass until mm-hmm. you hit the ground. Do if you think your ball is plugged, you get the official to pick it up for you, which I think should happen. I think an official should come over. Yeah. Because let's say, let's say, who was it? I understand why. Because if it's like (coughs) if it's a Thursday or Friday round, and there's 150 guys out there, you're gonna have. Well, and he he said pace of play. Yeah. There was a pace of play issue. Like if that's the case, like you should have an official. Or at least the volunteer, mm-hmm. like somebody that you put that responsibility onto, who's not in it to make one point two million dollars, right? Come out and and try to pick the ball up, <laughs> right? Yeah, I I totally agree with you. Because then you well, can he... see, you know, you can then see, um, uh, you can then see. Why did I just forget his name? What's wrong with my brain? Patrick Reed. Why did I just forget his name? I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. My apologies. Um, <laughs> like then you see like Patrick Reed. We were like, I'll give you ten percent. I'll give you hundred and twenty grand if you say this ball's embedded. Um, my other sort of gripe is like he won by five strokes. Right. He crushed it on Sunday. He wasn't gonna. Uh, yeah. He played. He played great. He won. He I'm, plays as and to quote somebody, he plays with the fuel of the fire of a thousand suns. Yeah. <laughs> He's. He's really good. Okay. Really nobody's angry and he only plays better when he's angry. Nobody's nobody's taken that away from him. And I don't think rightfully so. I don't think anybody yeah. should. I think this calls into question his integrity on the course. Okay, and number one, that shouldn't you shouldn't be questioning his integrity on the course. Why not? Because it doesn't have any. <laughs> like we know that. Right. So why isn't he under why isn't he, more this is why isn't he getting the Bryson DeChambeau treatment? So, so Xander Shoffley when it comes came to out, rules, Xander Shoffley came out and said this and said, there are certain guys out here protected by the PGA tour. Yes, I did see that. Right? And that was all he said. Now what I'm going to extrapolate, extrapolate, extrapolate. Uh, I've heard it both ways. Extrapolate. What I'm going to extrapolate from that is that, is that I think the PGA tour knows they need a bad guy. Uh-huh. 
and they get just as much, if not more, attention when Patrick Reed is in trouble than they do if somebody like Rory, DJ, Brooks, Justin Thomas, or Bryson win a tournament. Mm-hmm. Like, they are all in the negative, like, space at the moment. And it makes me a little bit angry, but it seems to be where they thrive. Mm-hmm. Which is like, we're a rich sport that not everybody has accessibility to. And what mm-hmm. what's going to get people engaged, whether they're happy about it or angry about it, is going to be is going to be rich people taking advantage of a game that makes them rich. All press is good press. Yeah. I'm so, totally with you. So apparently Xander then apologized to Patrick Reed when he was on his way to Saudi Arabia. They've asked it out, but I'm Xander? with him. Like, I, like I'm with him. I think the PGA protects Captain America. Yeah, I don't I don't think they should. He I also, should I also wish he had a different name. Like, yeah, they should like, call him like the Scorpion. Yeah. Because he's Something. like the, the scorpion and the toad. He's like that guy. Yeah. You know that story? Yeah. Okay. I think I think he's the scorpion. I think the PGA's the toad. Right. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Do you get it? I get it. Do you know the story? Yes. Okay, so there's a scorpion. <laughs> and the scorpion's like, I've got to get across this river. And the toad's like, I'm not going to take you across the river because you're going to kill me. You're going right. to sting me, and then we're not going to make it off the river, Like, and then I'm going to die. And the scorpion's like, no, 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 I promise. I promise I won't sting you. Let's go across the river. They get halfway across the river, and the scorpion stings the toad, and they both drown. Because the Well, oh, I think I missed a part. I think the scorpion was like, no, if I sting you, then we both die. We'll so die. Then that's, yeah, then that's not good for me. Well, he sings him anyway. and he was like oh yeah and the, the toad's yeah, like, why? The... like why did you sting me like we're both gonna die and the scorpion's like i'm a scorpion man scorpion's got a scorp <laughs> scorpion's got a scorp <laughs> i just like i know all it. the children listening out there i am a great storyteller <laughs> i couldn't do it i couldn't help myself you're just ready to be done yeah um, but that's i think patrick reed is the scorpion i think at every opportunity the pga is like you're a master's champion you're a Ryder cup hero you shush everybody everybody hates you you've been caught cheating now like three or four times but the ratings love you and at the end of the day this is a television show it's a tv show and patrick reed's just like look scorpion's got a scorp bruh He just like he just like jumps on his brother-in-law's back, just like rides out into glory. He ju- he really is. He just is a bad guy. Yes. He's a bad guy in golf, and he needs to be under more scrutiny from the PGA Tour. Yeah. This, I guess, no, this helps no, us no, roll just, into just, the next topic. Keep scorping about. <laughs> just it's got a scorp. Yeah. But um, this lets us roll into the next topic because. He needs to have the Bryson DeChambeau treatment, like I said. No. He Bryson has DeChambeau to. Is the only person you have to. Bryson DeChambeau treatment. Okay, so then the other bit, the, my second bit of But news. the USGA is so against the Bryson DeChambeau. Let's, They're we'll, so against we get, it. We get the, we'll get into that in a second, I promise. So the same <laughs> okay. thing happens to Rory McIlroy, where his ball bounces. Oh, yes. And then he gets relieved. Does it bounce? I thought it was plugged. No, no, it It bounces. was in his pitch mark. And then he claims that it's in his pitch mark. 
But guess what happened yesterday morning? What? A letter from a volunteer arrives at the PGA of America. And it says, I hope Rory will uh, is forgive this me. armchair. Oh, no. I hope Rory will forgive me. Crazy I, cheater. I stepped on his golf ball while I was looking for it, and I was afraid to say something. Anonymous volunteer. Oh, uh, that's free relief. That's fr- <laughs> anonymous. Actually, this is really good. That's what I got to do. But that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, this, is this the PGA protecting their own? Is this the PGA protecting their own? Is it Rory? Where's yeah, the second shooter? Is Rory? <laughs> Sorry, that's deep. That's deep. Like, I'm just like, at this point, I'm getting into like PGA conspiracy nonsense because I just, I don't believe it is kind that this could happen twice and nothing happens. Okay, so here's a great conspiracy for you, just like your anonymous letter writer. Okay, on Twitter. The door because we're talking about conspiracies. <laughs> They're watching. What's the equivalent of the FBI in uh, MI6? In, in no, that's CIA. CIA is MI6. That's CIA. They don't care. The CIA really doesn't care. The FBI <laughs> is like, that's just, I think that's Scotland Yard. Oh, they're coming. They're coming for you. So, does anybody have any aluminum on foil? Twitter? I need to make a hat. On Twitter, on Twitter, <laughs> Patrick Reed in all caps writes i did not cheat guilty i yeah rory mcelroy did the same thing and nobody bats an eye yeah there is an account on twitter called at use golf facts who minutes before wrote the exact same thing exactly the same way and if you scroll through this use golf facts Twitter account, it attacks every player on the PGA tour who is any good yet always runs to the defense of Patrick Reed. And I wonder his wife. I'm very curious if he's connected. It's either his wife or it's him. Or remember, I, I don't like, know. So remember when like all the stuff started coming out, I think it was like four or five years ago, like his wife came to his defense and his like everybody like jumped all over his wife. And I was just, I was just sort of like, look, like let's, let's keep the family out of it. Like not in terms of Patrick Reed, but like the general public. Yeah. Because but I wasn't that, she caddying for him yeah, when that, that happened? I get that everybody like has a, an opinion, mm-hmm. like, and that's what Twitter's for. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I think that like there needs to be a certain level of personal responsibility. A hundred percent. Like, and, and I just he really like, doesn't take any yeah. responsibility. So I thought that was like weird. You know, Rory McIlroy plays the whole like, oh my god, I was so worried that I I pulled the Patrick Reed, and oh my gosh, it could have been the worst thing ever. But then this letter came through, and I was so relieved that a volunteer had stepped on my golf ball, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the PGA knows who their inner circle is. 100%. And it definitely consists of like guys who win the Masters jacket. Guys yes. who win the green jacket are in the circle. Yeah, even like, Danny Willett. Yeah, like I don't like circle. I don't believe like Brooks is in the inner circle. No. Like I think Brooks could still be like sort of pushed out. Like JT, little yeah, a little bit pushed out a few weeks ago. Yeah, although that died very quick. I wonder yeah. I wonder how long we're going to continue to talk about Patrick Reed. 
But I don't, the thing is, is like, it depends on when it happens next. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, like I thought it would all go away because he won by five shots. Tony no. now came in second. Like I thought it was all going to go. Away. Oh, I called that by the way. Mm-hmm. Didn't I? I said, well, if he now, he now can't do better than second. So I'm clear. <laughs> Robbed of another one. Um, all right. So, so what's next? All right. So the USGA and RNA are coming after Bryson DeChambeau and his 48-inch driver, and they're considering banding together to make the club length limit 46 inches, all because Dustin or Bryson DeChambeau swears it's a big help to his distance is this extra two inches. So... I'm speculating on that last part. I was going to say, I did a bit of reading on this. And we're going to talk about Rory again in a second, because Rory, like, Rory came to the defense of the players in this. 100%. Use a 90-inch driver. If you're dumb enough to try it, go (laughs) for it. Which is what I, like, I, like, (laughs) Rory's not my favorite player on tour. Mm -hmm. And I don't really understand how out of, like, everybody there, he's become like the next voice of the PGA tour from the player's perspective. He's like the, he's like the players association president. Like, yeah. like that's who he is. Yeah. Like the NFL PA or yeah. the MLB PA or yeah. the NBA. No, association. He's, like, he's, head of, yeah, he's, he's head the, the guy. He's, he's the, the head guy. of the union. Right. And I, he's and the I, guy. I get that. Um, number one. Like, so I thought it was weird <laughs> that they would announce it this week because it's not like nobody playing this week was really hammering it no like you didn't see any like record breakers or anything like that so i think they really did drop this just to cover up the other things when's the u.s open is that the is that the first august isn't it it's it's august is it i'm gonna have to look at what the next major is because i have a conspiracy theory about this i really do it's the it's the it's the players, then it's, it's the, the masters. masters. It's the Masters in April. I wonder if this is... So wait, did they move the players to May? No, the players... The players isn't a major. I still count... I mean, it's like, a I've major. Got the, I've got the big five. It's, you're wrong, but it's not okay. really a major. No, no, no. no. So it's, it's the Masters, the, the PGA... No. No, PGA is last. Yeah, sorry. It's Masters, U.S. US Tour uh, Championship, yeah. British Open, PGA Tour Championship. Correct. The big so you've seven. Got, you've got <laughs> April, May, June, July, and then like September. Right. So it's in Ju- it's it's in July? No, it's in August. They take like uh, June or something off. It's weird. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The Masters is first and uh, the... Yeah, the Masters is usually like 420. So the... We took a pause there. <laughs> that was an intentional silence. The um, the uh, the Masters is up first, right? It's in. It's very soon. So it's, my guess, it's April. I'm with it's you. Usually, like it's the third week of yeah. April. I'm looking at it right now. It's April eighth. So first week of April. I was on that. You were on that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm with you that they did this to try and shut up the Patrick Reed talk. 
I also think that they're like, oh, the Masters is coming up. Bryson had this plan to outdrive the Ma- to outdrive Augusta, and he then ended up winning the U.S. Open. Like, we're not going to give this guy the Masters championship. No, Let's make a rule so, so last year, and take it away from him. Yeah. So last year he overpowers the USGA. He goes to Augusta with like with the intention of overpowering it. Like right, mm-hmm. he came out and he was like, "Oh, Augusta's playing like a like a par 67. and everybody was like, "Oh yeah." And then he he like missed the cut, or he like made the cut on the line. It was bad news bears for Bryson DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. DJ wins it, and yes, he hits it long, but DJ's like DJ's best part of his game is like 125 yards and in. Right, like he absolutely like, like he kills it from 125 yards in like his wedge matrix mapping is insane mm-hmm. um and so yeah no i think they did this they're thinking about change so they spent millions of dollars figuring out how far are pros hitting it now compared to the average player and compared to historically well they didn't come up with like any real real data i think there's like an eight percent increase over the last like 10 years where it was like an eight eight percent increase over the last 60 years right so they're like oh like oh this is a big like in comparison to like this time frame and this time frame there's a big jump right if you look at it like the guys now are averaging like the average the tour average is like 290 295 yeah and 20 years ago it was like 285 Uh uh-huh so like the average has only gone up by 10 yards the problem is, is you now have these outliers who are just killing it. What's Bryson's average drive? What do you think? What do you say? 311? I want to say 319. 319? You want, because you're saying they're, they're taking in the average players. I would assume that means amateurs. No, no, no. On tour. I was going to say, because my average drive is somewhere between 240 and 300. Because sometimes I can get there. That's That's, that's 60 yards. (laughs) That's my average. It's because I don't know. Because I don't know. It's not like I can control it. I either hit it good or I don't. I either hit 300 yards or I hit it seven. My average drive is between 300 and accidentally knocking it off the tee while I'm putting my driver down. So no, like this is my thing, right? Like, so my driver average, mm-hmm. when I hit a good driver, I can hit it 280. Yeah, but that's not your average. Well, get, what that's what I'm av- saying. What do you think my average drive is according to Arcos? 260. No. What is it? I'll give you two more guesses. 275. 230. Yes, 225. That's not true, though. It is. Because when I duff it, <laughs> that's right. That's trees. It's still my driver. <laughs> Arcos is not fair. No, I don't. And that's what I mean. Like I don't think it is. It's, I think the. I think, and that's. The that's thing. exactly like, what I'm saying, though. Like my average, average is a sixty span. Yeah. Like, so this is the thing, right? Like my average is 225 distance. Uh huh. But if you count like how far it goes out to the right. Like mm-hmm. I get a good like 250 yards just right. Oh like, yeah. My slice is like it's going 225 that way, but it's also going like that. So total distance is probably like 500 yards as the crow flies. You you hit such. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you're you're saying your slice is so uh good violence your slice is so violent every tee shot counts as a trick shot that's what you're saying yeah. <laughs> I, if i when i'm playing on hole one i've got to aim up like 14. Mm. speaking of uh speaking of trick shots yeah i learned how to duck hook on purpose it's very it's very fascinating i i you learned how on purpose i i i can't i've never been able to turn the ball to the left oh yeah, i can well, go straight yeah no i've never done it i've always i've always I've, hit a perfect i've always hit a perfect draw no i don't hit a draw. i hit a i hit a, I hit a cut i hit a, a yeah, fade. fade or a cut and Got a and watson cut i definitely hit a bubble watson cut i can Get do that here. but the but the draw I've never been able to make it go left. And we were at the driving range Saturday and yeah. I figured out how to duck hook the ball. And I was like, I could use this. I could do this. It's good. Is this shot shaping? I have no is, idea. Like, so when I duck, when I duck <laughs> hook a ball, it doesn't like with a driver, it doesn't go further than 150 yards. Cause there's so much right to left spin that it yeah. just like goes straight Balls. to the ground. I was down. doing, I was doing it with a hybrid. And oh, it was, okay. it okay. was going, it was, it okay, was great. It was moving. Maybe that's just a fade. Then <laughs> maybe that's just, maybe that's just a draw. Maybe it's just an over, uh, over enunciated draw. No, no, no. It was okay. about 70 yards so, <laughs> right to left. So yeah. So they're thinking, so the, the PGA and the RNA are thinking about uh, adopting another Bryson rule, which is yes. Cutting the distance. One of the things that they're going to do is drop the driver length down from 48 to 46 inches. They're talking about getting PGA Tour only balls and doing some like some other PGA Tour only stuff, which isn't going to affect the rest of us. Right. But again, it's like having every basketball court in the United States, like having a hoop at 10 feet and then going to watch the NBA and the hoops at 12. Right, which it should be, but which yes. it should be because like anybody who's like six, anybody who's like six eight to seven eight, they don't like, jump. They don't jump. They reach. <laughs> they, just, they reach aggressively. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like imagine if the NFL was like a hundred and fifty yard field and first downs were fifteen yards. I I could be okay with that too. I like I'm not saying I wouldn't be okay with it, but I think like that's that's the thing about golf and basketball and soccer which like reasonably should be the games of the people i know we talked about this a bit with jr but like everybody's using the same equipment uh -huh. winky winky like everybody's using the same golf balls like winky not winky, webb like, simpson's uh what was is it was it webb simpson with the 800 dollars mystery driver shaft yes well, Webb Simpson also came out and he said we shouldn't be adjusting the distance we shouldn't be worrying about that we should be making the golf courses harder no, no, I gotta play those golf courses. <laughs> That's I'm like, I'm sort of like, okay, like I just don't, I don't understand. Like, I'm just trying to. I think the PGA really needs to pick a lane. Whether it is going to be like a game that people can go and feel like I'm never gonna be able to go to Madison Square Garden and play right. and play pickup ball on the court. Right, never. Never. No, it's just a it's just a place you don't get to go. I'm not going to MetLife Stadium to like throw a few. I'm not going to Yankee Stadium and like and like having some batting practice. Like it's just not it's not on the cards for me. But I can go to TPC Scottsdale and play yeah. golf and play the same course and the same and everything will be the same except it'll be in slightly worse condition for me because I'm not making money. I have to pay money to play, which means of course it's gonna be worse for me. Um, but. 
Yeah, it's just like it's just really, really weird. I really appreciate that Rory McIlroy. We're back to Rory McIlroy. He came out and said, first of all, nobody asked him about the 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 distance turn back, whatever they're calling it. And so he said to the reporters, and why isn't anybody asking me about equipment? Why isn't this happening? And then he went out on a limb and I wrote this down because I thought it was very fascinating. He said, he said, the PGA and the RNA are probably going to get mad at me. Um, but he says, he says the distance, uh, the distance study was a big waste of money. He said, why are you spending millions of dollars trying to figure out why the ball's going 10 yards further? Put that into grassroots programs. Yep. But it's the same as everything else. And I'm now getting into like serious, like bend the conspiracy theory mode, but it's like, you know, their friends are saying like, I can go test out some drivers for you. It'll just cost you a half a million. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they've got their own sort of like study labs to figure this out. Oh yeah. They have those. They have, all you need is a hundred thousand dollar robot and a bucket of balls and that's it. But not you, even that, like you've got, you know, oh, how much I'm going to charge you $70 an hour to look through stats for the last 200 years. Right. Speaking of which, we need a Patreon account so you guys can help us pay for this wonderful podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he did, he threw it under the bus and then he just basically was just sort of like, he's like, I, he's like, it needs to go into grassroots programs. Like we need to grow the game. He said something I didn't really like. He said, um, he said, he said this pandemic is the best thing that's happened to golf <laughs> since Tiger Woods. It's true. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was He's like, not I, wrong. I'm like, to be fair, may, like maybe yes for like the, like the game, but in terms of like country clubs, I imagine they're closing down because the majority of their elder statesmen are not coming to the course anymore for one reason or another. Right. Um, but he's not so wrong. He's not wrong. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready for the first read? No. One last bit of news that we can just skate over. Taylor That's made fine, his- yeah. TaylorMade has been put up for sale, uh, and it is uh, $2 billion. Oh, so, man. I only got 1.5 in my pocket right now. Anybody with two Bs can uh, go have TaylorMade. There you go. Boom, chakalaka. Call it a Who day. Who do you think gets it? Um, I don't know. It's... You think Nike buys it to get Tiger back since they don't actually have a club oh. manufacturer? Oh, I wonder. That That's a good idea, but I, I think – I don't know. I I wonder if you. I'm always thinking. Oh, all, that's my I was brain. Like, why are you aggressively touching your face? <laughs> all right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyways, if any of our listeners has two billion dollars, go for it. Or and even if all of our listeners collectively have two billion dollars, yeah. we could own it. There you go. To be fair, I would. If that was the case, we would all go out and play with Tiger Woods. Yeah, I would. So, I, I would be like, all right, Tiger, come on. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go to the read. Two hundred twenty-five yard drive. What do you think of that? There it is. From our sponsors. Can you hear the right button being pressed this time? I did hear the right button being pressed. Yes. Hello, welcome to the Swingdom. Thank you very much. How are how are so, your, how are the hearing aids? Tell us about some wonderful hearing aids today, Coach Joe. Well, we got a whole new line yesterday of affordable hearing aids, which is just wonderful. That's great and for the for the level of technology that people are being fit with right now. You would think that eight thousand dollars for a pair, and many places they are. 
but it's nice now that we can do it for a fraction of that cost. And the fraction is not seven-eighths, but it's a fraction. So it's nice to have the technology that now everybody can actually have in their ear and afford. It's just curious, wonderful. is this technology just like a, a cardboard like tube that you hold to your ear? No, no, no. It's my it's it's circuits. It's circuits glued to a cardboard tube that you hold oh. to your ear. Oh. I was yeah. just making sure it's like we've got affordable technology. These orange cones that we just happen to find on the side of the road. Just hold them up. Actually, what I'm working on is a cardboard tube that I'm gonna duct tape to a putter to help me with my with my short game. That's wonderful. That's absolutely and it's, that's technically technology. That's technology. I'm, I'm thinking about doing that. I'm also considering getting on Shark Tank. You can call it the with, putt ear instead of putter. The with putt ear. A, with a chip in those little golf balls that we use so I can stop losing golf balls. A GPS chip in a golf ball. I'll never lose another golf ball. You'll still what lose a think? golf ball. I'll probably still do the golf. It's not that. Bad. It's great to know that you've got a chip in your golf ball. It just also is terrible to know that you need a bathing suit and a towel. To and my hearing aids are not waterproof, so I can't even go in. Oh, can't even man. go in. So how Rats. how is everything at how is everything at Belltone Jersey Shore? Well, I just got my second COVID shot. Which all I'm right. Happy. You are COVID so free and am, secure. So I and they give you a card to carry around. So I am a I am a card carrying COVID, whatever. You're a card carrying member of the COVID party. <laughs> so this is what I wanted to talk to you about golf this time. Okay. Uh, how far is St. Vincent's from you? St. Vincent's. What's it called? St. Andrews. British Open. St. Andrews. <laughs> like St. Vincent. St. Vincent's is like is your is your. Is your a Presbyterian church that's down the road no, from where no, we no. grew up? That's where, you, that's where you took the kids to Sunday school. St. Vincent's is Bill Murray's best movie. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Bill Murray. I apologize for not knowing that. It, and it's a great movie. You should both watch it. So how far are you from St. Andrews? How is this always so full circle? I am about eight hours from... It, you, how long does it take you to drive to Boston? Five hours. Okay, how long does it take you to drive to Vermont? Four hours. Great. So, like, if you double that, <laughs> you could go. You can get there back. So, I think from from, now, from Gunner up to Boston is eight hours. Gotcha. And that's how far I am from St. Andrews. I'm about eight, eight and a half hours. Because when I come to see you, we're going to have to. We're gonna, as much as I've heard about this, we're going to have to. Am I allowed on that course, being a novice? Yeah, see why not. It's yeah, four novices. It's four novices for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's a public course, right? Yeah. yeah. If you Very live, cool. in, if you live, you have to. If you live in the town, you're technically like a member. Gotcha. So that's the only way to really. I think that's one of the only ways to be a member. Is like you have to live in St. Andrews. Very mm -hmm. cool. Okay, I have another golf question. Okay. Do you do you guys know what what PGA course has the smallest greens? Um, I want to say it's Harbor Town Links. Nope, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so, this is what Google told me. I could be wrong. Uh, Pebble Beach, Pebble Beach has the smallest screen. I don't know. That Hello? course they played last week I'm thinking. seems I'm 
thinking. Very, very maybe tiny. Maybe just majors. Is, is it? Maybe they're just talking about the majors. That that might, Beach? I was say that might just be the majors because from what I remember, Pebble Beach has quite large greens. So what I'm saying, what I'm really the reason I, I was looking that up is because I was wondering what golf courses on the tour have perched greens, the, the most perched greens, like perched villages in, in Europe. No, are no, I know what you're saying. Like, so in so in golf, we call those like, are they called turtle? Are they called turtlebacks? Yeah, that's what I've heard them call that. But it's basically like they're rounded greens, and usually that happens because they haven't taken like they haven't redesigned the course in so long that like the the outside of the green sort of deteriorates away over like the century that people God, have been playing yeah. golf there. Uh, you see a very good example of a uh, I want to say it's a TA uh, is it uh, Tilling Hass. There's a Tillinghouse course in Eatontown that it was across from Fort Monmouth. Okay. Um, he's the same guy who designed Augusta National. Interesting. The Masters. Gotcha. So, like, See, I, I know. Yeah. I know in Augusta, there is one hole there which is getting uphill to the green. Oh, there's a bunch of them. The one that they talk, I mean, the one is most of them is 18. But I would say most, gotcha. most courses, half of them are because you're either walking uphill or downhill to a hole. What is the okay. course? They just played it a Fort couple Pines? months ago. They just played it a couple months ago, and that most of their greens were elevated. That's oh, so interesting. Was it West Coast, East Coast? What was it? Was it Winged Foot? It might. That's that's a really old course. It might be Winged Foot. It might be Olympic Club. Um, a lot of the but, times, like eight, like the thing that they do now with a lot of these courses, and you'll see it this week at TPC Scottsdale is like in the last 20, 25, 30 years, they've designed these golf courses. So they, they actually have a stadium like effect, which is why gotcha. this is called the stadium course, which is mm -hmm. like, they, they keep the greens and they keep the fairways sort of down, like settled down about two or three yards from like the furthest out point to the side. And so that, when it's standing room only, you can see over the head. So it's, it's a bit like being in an auditorium. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. So like they, it's, it is, why don't they just put a stadium around it? They do. Yes, they do. They, oh, my yeah, God. They, they have six, we're, I mean, we're going to talk about that. TPC Sawgrass Stadium. Like, they didn't have a stadium there. And then I want to say it was 97 Tiger Woods at hole and one on 16. And, like, they, uh -huh. if you just go check it out on YouTube, it's just a, like, it's a cascade of beer cans and beer and everything. And so people do just you guys go nuts. Find, do yeah. you guys find that the, that the elevated greens are frustrating or are they challenging? Do you like them or you'd rather I not? I think that's the same word. <laughs> okay, good enough. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to say yes. Um... The, I, like the thing is, is when you're playing with an elevated green or even like, I think this is the thing that most beginner golf golfers don't take into account. Most like, like mid handicap golfers don't take into account until quite late in their game is that if it's an elevated green, it doesn't just affect, like, it doesn't just affect how you see the course. It legitimately affects your distance. Makes sense. So if the green so it's really a less it's a lesser distance because it's elevated. Yes, yeah, it's, it's if it's five yards above you, it's almost like taking five yards off your shot. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. If it's no, like it's it's no, it's the opposite. It's it's a right. If it's above you, it's five yards longer. Longer, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and if it's if it's below you, it's five yards shorter. So you can club down because sure. you're like when you're out on the driving range, you're hitting to a level field. So you club, you get your distances in your clubs that way. 
And then when you're playing downhill, downwind, all that sort of stuff. Um, I think the hardest part with an elevated green, not being able to see the green from with your approach shot is, is sort of knowing where your landing zone is because in golf, a lot of the time, it's not about how good is your shot. It's about how good is your miss. So unless you're really good, you're just thinking, okay, like this is, I want to land it either on the green in this section or I want to miss it off the green in this area. Interesting. So, so you really have to know the course. You've got to know the course, which is why we always complain about PGA Tour players having caddies and green reading books and practice rounds. And But that's also why you guys, mm-hmm. you know, which, which is such a unique and original idea, you guys have the T's to the G's. We have the T's and the G's, and we're going we're gonna to be talking about the 16th at TPC Sawgrass, uh, TPC Stadium course today. <laughs> I think we might even talk about about 17. Well, I'm going to go now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go try to fit some poor, hard-of-hearing people with these superb and superior hearing aids. Okay, don't forget, if you use the code word GOLF, not only do you get a free hearing test, you get a free packet of batteries. That's very true. A four-pack, not an eight-pack. Don't push it. Oh, oh, I thought it was a (laughs) four-pack. I thought it was 16 batteries. Yeah, I thought it was four. There you go. <laughs> you got right. four packs of batteries. Take it easy, Coach Show. Have a good one. Bye. See you, Gutter. See ya. That's it. What'd you think of that read? And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunner Kane. Wow, what a great read. Great read. What a great seven three two eight 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 nine thousand Beltone Jersey Shore dot com. I just gotta be aware that he's going Officially. to ask me a weird question. But yes. 732-888-9000. Use the code word GOLF or check them out at Jersey. BeltoneJerseyShore.com. BeltoneJerseyShore.com. Let us get into the golf. We've discussed it a little bit already. Patrick Reed won this week at the... Farmers Insurance Open. The Farmers Insurance Open by five over Tony Finau. All right. So I think, you know, the Farmers, it was it was a fine tournament. It was It was yeah. fine. It was, it had a bunch of big names. It was exciting. Obviously the most exciting two days were Saturday and Sunday. So if you want to talk about Saturday, cause you and I have a differing opinion here, but I think you watched more of it. I do more of the follow up when I hear controversy and I'm excited about it. And then um, I pick a side to argue whether or not I believe in it. Which is why I'm, I'm still on team Patrick Reed, even though I don't believe that. Um, no, Saturday was just <laughs> mired in controversy. Everybody played good golf, yes. bunch of scores in the, in the sixties, but a lot of, a lot of people had a hard time breaking 70. I think it was the hardest round of the week yes. Saturday, which usually it is. Cause I think they know they get the most television numbers on Sunday, but it was weather. There was a ton of weather during the week. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. So, I mean, we went into Saturday, Patrick Reed, top of the leaderboard, um, is he tied? Uh, I believe he has a one stroke lead or he's tied for first. Yeah. Um, we're so good at this. <laughs> Where are, where's your face? It's missing. Why does your face go away all the time? Cause I'm adjusting my camera. To what? It messes up. <laughs> so adjust it while I can see you. It's okay. Okay. So then uh, let's just move on to Sunday. Sunday, everybody, everybody's pretty close. You had John Rahm, Tony Fina, Victor Hovland, 
all in the top four until around the sixth hole when um when Patrick Reed Eagles goes mm-hmm. to seven, hits a birdie, and he says goodbye from there, puts on his Captain America mask and shield and runs. And runs away with it. Run, yeah, runs. Runs somewhere. Um he just you know what I mean? He just sort of like like a scorpion in the desert, just scorpion. Just, just scorpion. Scorp- just <laughs> straight away. Um, I had a hard time watching the back nine just because I was like, oh, Patrick Reed's got this. Like, yeah. it's, I didn't want to be one of those people who watched the entire back nine being like, triple bogey, triple bogey, triple bogey, triple bogey. Like, I just didn't want to do that. I don't like being that guy. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not one of those guys who's like, I'm, I'm not going to go out and make a thousand Patrick Reed memes. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know what he did was unsavory. Mm-hmm. It didn't taste good. Nope. But you know what I mean. Like that's, too much salt. Too much salt in it. It's too salty. Uh, <laughs> too like, salty. I don't think that's like for us on Twitter and Instagram to like be the moderators of the PGA Tour. Like the PGA Tour's got to learn to do that themselves. And yeah. they they didn't. I mean, they didn't disqualify him, but they didn't give him a one shot penalty, which could have changed Sunday entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, even the, the thing is, and that's sort of the thing is like it's like oh well, after the fact, we were able to make this penalty call. Yeah, and like they do that with just about everything else that like blows your mind. Like they did it with Lexi Thompson and the putter mark. They did it with Tiger Woods at the Masters in thir- in fourteen or fifteen or something. Like they like you know what I mean? They have the they have the technology to get it right to get it right like you know what i mean like this is sort of like a var moment for the pga tour and they just sort of let it pass by and i think that's half because rory would have gotten caught in the same boat mm-hmm. um but patrick reed wins by five and he gets he gets up at the end and says look the pga tour got it right it fueled me to go on and win i won on, on to Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati. On to Saudi Arabia. <clears throat> that's right. Like, and that's where he is now. So yep. you want to go over, you want to go over our scores? All right. Let's go over our scores. Uh, here are my people. John Rom tied for seventh. Xander Schauffele tied for second in y'all's face. In y'all's Everybody face. said he can't do it. And I said he could, and he did. Well, guess what? He didn't win. He didn't win. Harris English missed the cut. I had uh, Doc Redman as a long shot uh, cut, my guy. And yep. my prop to that Phil Mickelson to beat Ricky Fowler, they tied. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> yes. Interestingly enough, Phil makes a huge birdie to make the cut. Yeah. And Ricky Fowler trip uh, three putts to tie Phil Mickelson. So okay. at the cut line. Uh, Ben had Roy McElroy tied for 16th, Tony Finau tied for second, and Will Zalatoris big finish at T7. Um, Alex Norin to finish top 10, he finished 37th. And I was still super psyched that he made the cut and finished top like top 40. He did, I could say that. Uh, I mean, I would have been, I was super psyched he finished in the top 30s, is what I probably should be saying. That's right, um, but yeah. And you had Phil and Ricky both to miss the cut. And like I said, they they barely made the cut. So that they was kind of They squeaked on by, didn't they? Yeah. 
Um, and big shout out to Golf Numbers and Mug Dad for their picks this week. Yeah, that's my fault this week for not getting in contact with with Golf Numbers soon enough. They'll probably be on the show next week. Um, and then we, yeah, we'll have Mug Dad coming up in the next next segments. That's right. Yeah. So what are the numbers? All right. So uh, I finished one thousand three hundred and five. You finished 1,705, and you maintain a 400-point lead. Uh, so Wait, not bad. I was winning last week. Uh-huh. By, and and by you're like, winning this week. By 20 points. Yeah. And then I just beat you by 700 points. No. That's not how numbers work. You beat me by exactly 400 points. What did you score? 1,305. Okay, and I got 1,000... 705. 705 okay that's exactly 400 Same. so yes technically you are winning by 419 points yes that's what you're winning as so uh mug dad not winning that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> not winning <laughs> mug dad crushed us <laughs> he um, really did all right we've got to get we've got to get into the tpc sawgrass TPC Sawgrass, um, Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> uh, TPC, TPC. I keep, I kept saying, I wrote it was like in Phoenix, Arizona, but it's not. It's in Scottsdale, no, it's in Scottsdale. Mexico. Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> um, where Golf Numbers is. We should have had him on the show. I know Golf Numbers is in Arizona. He's going to give us our, his numbers. Check out his numbers on the Instagram. Yes. Um, I'm so sorry, RJ. I'm sorry. I will get to you. We will get back to you. We'll be on the show. To be fair, he's probably like like camped out at 16, having a bunch of, uh, having a bunch of cold snacks. Cold snacks. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's the waste management. They're playing in Scottsdale, TPC Scottsdale, the stadium course, par 71. Uh, mm-hmm. The yardage is 7261. Yep. It's a Tom Weisskopf think- design. Yeah, it's the it's, only course and the only player to have a hole-in-one on a par four. Mm. And this guy hits it 330 yards. Mm-hmm. It bounces off of the putter of the guy reading his, like reading the putt. And it then, so it bounces off his putter and goes into the hole. And they're just like, wait a second. That wasn't my ball. That wasn't my ball. I just hit somebody else's ball. Is that a penalty on me? Is that a penalty on him? Like, he, like, apparently he, like, double bogeyed 15, bogeyed 16, and then gets to 17, which is a drivable par four. Speaking Uh of T's and the G's. um, T's and the G's. 330 yards. It's like, doesn't want to wait for them to get off the green. He's like, I can't hit it 330 yards. He bombs it. It hits uh-huh. on the down slope of the of the center fairway bunker, like just over it, and yeah. rolls on like another forty yards. The guy's down like he's down doing his whole like plumb bob, <laughs> and then he like puts the putter down, and it hits off of his putter, lands in the hole with no flag stick in. Well, you know what that tells me that the guy who for all of us that the guy who's reading the green had a good line. Yes. He had a good line. <laughs> yeah. They left it in there until he came and picked it up. I think they have to. I, they I don't think it in there. I don't think you can put a ball into a hole yeah. with another ball in it. So this is this is uh yeah the stadium course. This is most famous for the stadium they literally build around 16. 
Yep. Where everybody chants at everybody. Mm -hmm. They get all riled up. Uh, they throw out gear to the fans. Like Ricky Fowler's always chucking out Puma hats. Always giving out stuff. Uh, people are throwing footballs into the stands. Like everybody just has an absolute blast here. This, they I think wear this jerseys. The, this is the one experience in golf that we, I think we have to experience at some point. Uh-huh, 100%. Like, 100%. That and an open at St. Andrews, but I've already done that. So like, I mean, I move on. I do, I do whatever I need to do somewhere else. Isn't that special? Uh-huh. Is it, do I get the picks this week or do you get the picks this week? Uh, you get the picks. All you right. Get, you get your picks? I've got my picks. All right, let's hear them. Pick number you one. You didn't sound like you had the picks ready. I've got a list of five right here, and I'm like, well, I don't know. like Right. Um, Xander Shoffley. You know, he's not very good. Uh, so he's not very good. I read so a stat that he's like, he's placed top 25 in the last 14 events. Really? Yeah. He is a lock to miss the cut this week. A hundred percent. You know, karma is going to come after you for picking him after yet after especially, last week, especially like just reading that stat line and being like, not even like, cause I'm not even going with like a gut, like normally, you know how I am. I'm like, Ooh, I'm feeling it. Like I'm going uh -huh. guts. I'm doing it. I'm like, Nope, not happening. I read a stat line. I know that, that, uh, that gunner's going to pick him first or second. And second, I am yeah. going for the steal. <laughs> I had him second. <laughs> I know who you have first. Do you? I'll type it in. Who is it? You're dressed like him today. If only you were wearing more. Well, I guess you can't wear the Ralph Lauren anymore. No, that's not who I'm picking. No, Ben, I'm dancing the Spaniard with, with a lanyard. I'm picking the ones who I dance with the ones who take who bring me. You know what I'm saying? And John Rom's my man. All right, all right. <laughs> oh man, he's not on my list. He's gonna. That means he's gonna win because y'all y'all were so mad at Xander Shoffley last week. I know. Every single one of you were mad. Um, who do you got? You know what? I'm go I'm going for my list. I'm going for my gut picks. I am yeah, not go doing, to your list. Leave I'm not my going list for alone. the steals anymore. I am I am going with Dan the Burger Van Man Burger. He's he's on my list. <laughs> he was my final pick. He was my tiebreaker pick if you happen to pick three of my guys. Yeah. No, I know. He's sort of like he's there and I'm like I'm like this is That's him. All right. He's all right. He's my sixth pick. All right. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. Yeah, you know, it's it's a real shame he can't wear the Ralph Lauren anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's just going to have like a Citibank NASCAR jumpsuit. I hope so. But Justin Thomas, Justin Thomas is above all this. He's he's going to win this week or at least play really well there's there's no way he can play worse than he has been so i'm calling for a comeback tour. he missed the cut last week and it's like he's now done probably like twelve thousand miles in two weeks without a his... single with with only one covid test i think he's gonna win <laughs> all right who you got who's your last pick i'm going with my boy defending players champion <laughs> Sung JM. I'm so with you. Yeah. It's only right. It's only right. Sung JM is such a good player. He is such a good player, but not better than Rory McElroy. Mm. Oh, bow, bow, bow. I knew Damn it. it. 
I Those are so... like that's literally my list. Is, is <laughs> I'm so chalky. Xander, Berger, Rory, and Sungjae. Yep. And it's not even that chalky because there's like there's a bunch of other chalky guys in there. Oh, and John. Well, John Rom. John Rom's super chalky. He is super you chalky. You went chalk I go so chalk. You know I do, but the numbers. Like, my guys are like in the top fifteen, but like your guys are chalktacular. Yeah, but my numbers the the numbers don't lie. The predictions don't lie. It's not that. It's I always feel like when you go chalktacular like this, I feel like these guys either, I feel like guys like Rory either hit or miss, and I feel sure. like guys like Daniel Berger and Sung J M, like if like they like they're a top twenty to them is winning. So You're like right. they fight for that top twenty tooth and nail. Yeah, but I tell you what. So you and I obviously play this game differently. Like, like Webb you Simpson play- was super chalky. You didn't pick Webb Simpson. He's on my list. <clears throat> I was gonna pick Rory. If it wasn't for Xander, I was gonna pick Rory. Yeah, all S- Webb Simpson's on my list. The only person that didn't get picked off my list, Matsuyama. No, it was Sung J M, and that oh, was okay. in place of Webb Simpson. But oh, we so you- play it. I have Webb Simpson on my list. All of these players we just picked, except for Sung JM, were on the list. Oh, you didn't have Sung J on your list because you knew I was going to pick him, or because you you didn't you wouldn't go with them. I wasn't going to go with him. So who I was would, I, go who Webb. would I have had to have picked? I would have had to have picked John Rom, Rory, and Justin Thomas successively in uh-huh. order for you to. That's like that's the thing is like you only need four picks. Yeah, but I have them listed, so I write them down in. How many order. picks do you make? Six. Why? Because I don't know what's going to... Because if I pick five and you take three of my players... Okay. Then I need a six pick. I only ever do four. Right, because you and I don't pick the same. Yeah, I think sometimes I do five, but like... I usually I do, do f- I usually do four with a fifth in my head. I do six every week. All right. I Like, this is going to be a tournament that I'm going to watch a lot of. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, last year uh, oh and the, the other news is they're actually gonna have fans here yes i don't think they should but they will they will i, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree with you um i wonder how that's going to affect people actually hearing roars for the first time because it's now going from country club golf to the real deal right um but patrick reed isn't there to get yelled at he's in saudi arabia <laughs> that's right yeah. he's gonna get yelled at there anyways all right, we are gonna. We're gonna. What's your long shot? We need a long shot oh, and a prop. I need a long shot. My long shot is uh, hole in one on Sunday. Ace. On 16. Oh, 16 on Sunday? Yeah, hole in one 16 on Sunday. It's oh. gotta be on Sunday and it's gotta be 16. I like that's a. I'm more making of a, it hard for myself, but like I want to see that. That's more of a prop bet. Oh, that is my prop bet. Sorry, I wrote long shot instead of prop bet. <laughs> Good night. Um, I can't work with you anymore. <laughs> my long shot is that somebody playing in the Saudi International wins the 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 waste management open. Long shot Saudi. <laughs> no. Uh, How do I write uh, that? No, uh my long shot. My long shot. My long shot. Uh-huh. Ricky top 20. Ricky T20. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Where has I'm he gone? so off Ricky Fowler. It's not that I'm off him. I'm off him completely. Like I'm off him in terms of picks. I want to see what he does with his life. Yeah. I want the memoir. I know he's Bro, like 24. 
grow, Ricky. He's 31. I know, I know. But I'm and I think... Uh, Did you read my birth- memoir? Yes. His birthday <laughs> is the same as my wife's. You tell me you read my memoir. I asked you if you would actually read my memoir. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was small. small <laughs> <laughs> On the English right. coast of St. Ives. St. <laughs> Ives. <laughs> <laughs> there All once right. was a man from Nantucket. This is a limerick. <laughs> Your entire memoir is a limerick. Um, All right, I have, I have, I have Jordan Spieth top fifteen this week as my long shot. Ooh. Why don't we just do Ricky versus Jordan for the long for the for our long shot? Well, let's just make that. Let's make that just an extra bet. Ricky versus Jordan. Okay, extra okay. bet. Extra points bet. or no? Um, 50 points. 50 points. Okay. All right. And my prop bet is Doc Redman. <laughs> You're going to uh, like this. This is a real prop this bet. This isn't even I a think... podcast anymore. This is just us having fun talking about golf. <laughs> well, we relinquish the... the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right. Doc Redman. You're going to like this because it matches your prop bet. Your yes. prop bet. Ace on 16 on Sunday. I have Doc Redman. I'm making it hard on myself. Doc Redman beats Matthew Wolf. Okay. 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 Doc Redman beats Matthew Wolf. Because I like like Matthew Wolf, I like this week. I don't love, but I like this week. Right. And nobody likes Doc Redman like I like Doc Redman. No. I want to see like how the stadium course effect. Like for me, this is always like a precursor to the players. This is always like a precursor to like, to me, this is the sixth biggest tournament. Right. This is the one where everybody yells. Every like this is the one where you either you either love the spotlight or you shy away from it. Mm-hmm. This is where you do the dance from South Korea. The the um by Sai. Uh, yeah, sexy that guy, (laughs) Gundam style, Gangnam Gangnam style, Gundam's a cartoon. I am terrible at this. Okay, it sure is Gangnam style. Yeah, so like, uh, who was that? What who did Gangnam style on the green in like 2017? Something it's just side. No, no, it was it was he birdied and uh, and he did he did. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget it's John. Was it John Rom? I think it was Han. What's Han's first name? James Han. James Han. It was James Han. Spieth beats why, Ricky. Why do I have that in my brain? I'd like know. to see another like sentimental moment like Gary Player had last year. Right. That was really adorable. If you haven't seen that, go on YouTube and watch that. He plays golf with uh, with a, a young lady who has Down syndrome. Yes. And, and she like, she birdies out. She doesn't birdie out, but she basically like, she they she hits it to the, she plays the par three with Gary Woodland. She plays 16 and she beats him. And she's just like, I thought you were better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so they've like become really good friends. It's just, it's an adorable story. I hope I didn't ruin it for you, but that's sort of the basis of it. You, are you ready to head to Saudi Arabia? Yes. There he is. I'm here. I am here. What is up, Clarence? 
Oh, no, not Clarence today, mate. He's, he's having a long rest. Hey, man, Mr. 2,000 points over here. Oh, picking a winner in his first event. What are we doing? Well, I, I have to admit, it was nice going back to work on Monday and uh, <laughs> reminding you of all the comments of, oh, he's never going to win it. Okay, l- listen, just let me make my pick. No, that's a strong move. That's a strong oh, move. Pick the overall favorites and then ride that pony to the finish line. Dance with the ones who I brought you, my I thought Paul Casey was the overall favorite. No. Maricola was overall favorite. Oh, okay. Well, then pick the overall favorite and then have one of your other two picks win it instead of him. Good on you. I didn't, Good job. I didn't pick Colin. <laughs> you didn't pick Colin Maricola. Uh, who'd you pick? Uh, I had... Oh, God. Paul Casey. Um, Sergio. And Justin Rose. Yes, uh, we, yeah, we, you laughed at all of them. That's all I will say. You know what? Hold on. I think I think we need a short break. Look, Mug Dad, you mean a lot to me. This is a very <laughs> sentimental moment. You've done a great job picking your first few wins, and I just want to let you know that not only was I loud wrong, and not only an embarrassment to myself and this podcast, but I only hope that you can accept my apology as a human being, a man, and a golfer, and maybe a friend, and we can, we can move on from this disastrous, disastrous episode. Has <laughs> it been a bit like that, has it? It's, yes, it's been, it's been a bit like that. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so we are, we are, we're traveling from Abu Dhabi to Saudi Arabia. Yes, yep. we are. Another place where the bunkers are plentiful and the fairways are watered. If, if you say if so, if that's how you want to put it. I don't know how else you say. I mean, like, I think you put it best last week, which is like most places put in bunkers. These guys put in fairways. <laughs> yeah, well, it's well. I think Saudi is a lot more great than um, Dubai, but there we go. Yeah, the Saudi is about four million purse. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's the, three million euros. So yeah, yeah. I was going to say the 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 TPC Scottsdale is seven point. It's six point seven or seven point six. It okay, is. Well, that's a sorry, that's, it's, that's really double, it's seven, double the price. I so I think what happens is, and Gunner, I think you're. I think you were just about to say this. What were you going to say? Oh, I was <laughs> like, there's a, there's, there's there's a lot of like there's a lot of like um like pay for play like there's like these guys are getting like these guys are probably getting six figures just for showing up. Yeah, yeah. they need. Oh, I was saying they need to be at their own course. Yes. Yeah. But I think what's happened here is did and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the European Tour did away with um the amount of tournaments you have to play in to qualify for the race to Dubai. Correct. So everybody's trying to. They saw what. Um, oh, who almost won it last year? Patrick Reed almost won it. Um, it, it was Patrick Reed almost yeah. won the race to Dubai last year, and they were like, "Oh my God, we could we could Lee, play two Lee events Westwood and win the race to it. Dubai." Yeah. Right, but he. You yeah. Know, uh, I I think they did away with the with having to play like seven events or something. You okay. only have to play one to be in the race. Oh wow! Okay. What do, you, what do you think and of that? That decide. might be what's going on. Looking at the top 50 list, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like the list. I mean, 
obviously Dustin Johnson's gone over. You've got Bryson, like totally Tony Finau. It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, Patrick Reed's there. Yeah, you've got all the English boys as usual. You know, they're all scared of the uh, the American son and whatever, so they never seem to go over. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> the, the list is crazy. Again, it's even... Like, the list this week is better than last week. Yeah. And last week I was in shock at how good the list was. I don't know, and this might just be like me, but I imagine the perks of being, like, a PGA Tour player in a place with that much money trying to get golf off the ground Mm -hmm. must be absolutely insane. Like to, like to go to Abu Dhabi and be treated like a professional golfer is like, that's like the, that's like the pinnacle for me. (laughs) I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to Dubai and, and not be treated and be treated like Ben. I want to go to Dubai and be treated like, like Bryson DeChambeau. (laughs) Do you think the Do you think the PGA Tour players got some sort of kickback for going over yeah. there, and that's why so many of the top players got there yeah. without having to play? I think they. I think it's probably yeah. like a like a sponsorship deal, sort of. That their pockets are getting a bit of change in them through sponsors. Going, look, we've got a massive company out there. Golf's massive. Please go and show your face. Here's five hundred grand. Yeah, I mean, it, it would make I'd sense go. with, like, it makes sense <laughs> that, like, TaylorMade would be putting themselves, like, for sale and sending those guys over to, like, to those kinds of places. Um, yeah. To it's show, free market. Yeah, I was going to say, to show these, like, oil-rich countries that, like, golf is, it's like, it's a huge boost for Adidas, Adidas, however you want to say it. And for Nike to basically be out of the golf game. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just a, it's it's a home run. So why not go? I'm sure these guys are like getting cash incentives to go. Like I know whenever like when Tiger Woods, whenever Tiger Woods goes to the Middle East, he usually makes more money from the tournament and from like the tourism board than he does like like then the winner of the tournament gets. Right. Yeah, which is which is where it's gotten a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. Like you don't have to play golf to win to make money. Yeah, <laughs> you sort of turn up and they're like, "Come on, mate." Well, it's, it's we'll not like a signing fee. It's now. not like it's not like an arrival fee. It's a something fee. It's like, uh, yeah. Um, it's like a like a like a, a, a bonus yeah. for getting on an airplane. Yeah, and it's pretty awesome. I mean, like Basically. I said, like I wouldn't mind being in Saudi Arabia, like when the when the European tour is there and it's all the world's best golfers and it's just going to be like, I'm sure it's bringing in a bunch of tourism regardless. And I'm, and I'm sure in a normal year it would as well. Um, but everybody's there. I've got guys like DJ Bryson, Terrell Hatton, Tommy Fleetwood, Finau, Casey, um, Patrick Reed. Er- everybody's there. They're all there, mate. L- literally everyone is there. Yes. Apart from Colin Marikawa, because he turned up last week and went, no, nah, I don't like this. <laughs> well, I was going to say, Rory McIlroy did the same thing. Like, we Rory, don't worry about Rory. No, no, but I'm saying, like, Rory McIlroy was, like, <laughs> two, three weeks ago, no, two weeks ago, he was in the Middle East. No, no, two weeks ago, he was in the States. Last week, he was in the Middle East, and this week, he's back in the States. Yeah, I, I don't understand where his head's at. So, I mean... He's a lot richer than I am, so he's doing something right. 
Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure his private airplane has like a private master bedroom. <laughs> Didn't he just have a it kid? Just is one bedroom. Shouldn't be home with his kid. No, nah, there's plenty of time for that. Okay. All right. Well, with the stack, <laughs> with the stacked field, who are you going to pick from all these? Do we have all Americans? Did you even pick an American? No, I didn't actually. Oh, there's there's the juice. I don't know. Uh, oh, no, I've kind of got it's sort of a long shot that's American based, but short and sort of not. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Let's see who right, you anyway. got for the Saudi International Championship of something and the other thing. Okay, Martin Kaima. Um, so that's a good. Um, that's a good pick. I'd I've like got, to see him. He sort of to me is like in the same vein as like Henrik Stenson, the Iceman. Yeah, well, yeah. It was. I'm not gonna lie; they were both sort of <laughs> floating around the options. Yeah. But I've gone for Martin Keimer. Um, I've gone for. Oh, there he is, Rasmus Hosgard. Ooh, I like Rasmus Hosgard. Yeah, he is. Um. He is from Scandinavia. It's from Denmark, yeah. Yes, Denmark, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was close. Scandinavia. I mean, Denmark it, it is, is a... he's from a country that William Shakespeare wrote about once. Yeah, sure. So did many other people, but there we go. <laughs> it is a real place, then. I know. I, I believe you. <laughs> and then, so my last pick is... Kevin, no. I want to go. No, 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 no. Christian B. I'm not going to try and pronounce the rest of his name because it sounds like the noise I make when I sneeze. But Christian I honestly, I'm B. Gonna... Yeah, Be- Bezin dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Bezin do Bezin do Bez. Bezidunhout. I thought it was Bezidunhout. Yes. That's what we just said. Yeah. We just said Bezidunhout. Bezidunhout. That's why I said Bezidunhout. That's what, we know who that guy is. Yes. He's a three-time winner on the he's a three-time winner on the European tour. Do you have a long shot? It's not really a long shot. Is it Phil Mickelson? However, I don't think Tony Finau is going to make the cut. Okay. Oh, that's a that's Tony a, yeah. Finau, Mrs. Cut. I don't. I disagree with you. I disagree. I might be loud wrong yeah, again. Look, look what happened last week. I know. I know. I know. I know. I so this is my first time really going through it. Like I like my I I like Fleetwood on the European tour. I really like Fleetwood on the European tour. Um, you've got uh, Pablo Larizabal. Larizabal. Laura Thobble. That's what I said. Sure. I'm a f- I'm a phonetic reader. <laughs> I would I stop like, that. Say those issues and give up. Lee Westwood. Lee West. Lee Westwood. <laughs> See, it's, it's everybody. Kevin Nay. Amazing. Um, well, well, Kevin. Kevin not won two weeks ago. I like Rasmus Hogard, yeah. Henrik Stenson. The thing is, like, I'm surprised at like the Americans who are on the list, and then who are like who are on the list, like John Catlin. 
I was just surprised to have a quick look at the the the, the tea times and sort of go through who's playing and just be like, this isn't normal. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row where the field has been significantly stronger than what it usually is. Yeah. And it's not something that you expect to see in, in a European tour, obviously. No. And to be fair, like I'm so, quite surprised at like the age of a lot of these players. Yeah, because it's not you've got both the old, the the old the old guard, the old generation. Well, you've got. Not, I was going to say, I know that I know that Westwood did really good last year, but like Westwood is still like in his forties. Um, Justin Rose isn't young. Phil Mickelson isn't young. Um, David Howell not young. Like I'm surprised. Like uh, Martin Keimer's not like, like yeah, he would be on a downward trajectory. You would still claim. Like same with Danny Willett. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. It's it's interesting. It seems to like, and this is going to sound really weird, but it almost seems like it's sort of the it, it's like the MLS of golf. <laughs> no. Like let's let's get out there and make and make that few extra million before we officially retire to the Champions Tour. We need to try and encourage players to play in the European Tour. So now they're doing it, just leave them alone. (laughs) Fine. Victor Dubuisson is playing. Yes. Okay, he's only he's only thirty. He looks way older than that. Hey, you leave V Dubs alone. He's dope. I thought he was. He's younger than me. I thought he was way older than me. No, no, that's because he goes out. In the oh yeah, yeah he's, <laughs> he's not exactly way younger than me. He's three years younger than me. Oh, oh no! All right, this is this what is getting thing? out. This is getting absolutely out of hand. So your picks it are is. Martin Keimer, Rasmus yes. Hosgard, and Christian yes. Benenhout. Is that's how you say it, yeah. Bezidenhout. Bezidenhout. Bushel of wheat. I'll get it right eventually. Look, I'm trying, okay? At least I'm trying. How do you say it? Working on it. Bezidenhout. Bezidenhout. Close. (laughs) And then I've gone for Tony Finau to not make the cup. That's it. Who do you got? Who do you got? Phil or Ernie? Who's winning that matchup? Oh, Phil. Martin Keimer Phil. or Henrik Stenson? Who's winning that matchup? Henrik Stenson. Well, I've got to say Martin. Oh. <laughs> Patrick Reed versus the television cameras. Who's winning that one? Patrick Reed. Oh. <laughs> Gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Take my picks, and I will take my lead. All right. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mug Dad, a.k.a. Pimento. Thanks, Mug Dad. (laughs) See you later. We'll see you later. (laughs) Have a good one. That was Mug Dad making his European tour picks. He's officially our European tour uh, co-conspirator. Yes, (laughs) co-conspirator for sure. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. Don't forget to um, leave us a review. That really helps us out with everybody coming and checking out the show. If you want to check us out on YouTube, we're doing YouTube live, Twitch. Don't forget Instagram and Twitter and the Facebook, the social networking Facebook app thing. Go check us out on all those. So thank you so much for listening this week to The Swingdom.
Swing them out. Swing them out. <laughs> Apropos. <laughs> you can listen to the Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys. Twenty-eight clubs, zero putts given. I took the lenses out of these glasses. Can you tell? Yes, I saw you playing with the lenses. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to look smarter. <laughs> <laughs>